this podcast finds you well. I'm Allie. And I'm Cassie. And today we are going to talk about the work-life balance and kind of the transition that young professionals experience um, and dealing with that. Yeah, so there's a lot to unpack, kind of. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's a really broad topic. It is, and it's ever-changing, so. We're going to do our best for you guys. Um, I guess, what is it? So, I, you know, the work-life balance is literally the balance between your work life and your home life, so that's different for all of us. I mean, everyone's at a different stage in their life doing different things. For sure. Um, I guess what it means to me is being able to you know, succeed in my career or work hard towards my goals at work, but also be able to put my work down and go home and spend time with my family, do things with friends, work on my own personal goals, and feel, you know, good with both. Right. I guess. I know that's probably not super helpful, but that's what it means to me. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's basically the same thing. It's just like, I want to be able to do things that still make me happy without the worry of, like, not being at work and, like, am I getting enough of my stuff done? Am I, you know, letting people down? Yeah. I don't know. And just, like, we spend so much of our time at work, like, 40 hours a week. That's a lot. And so, like, trying to balance the rest of your time between every other aspect of your life, that's hard. Yeah. Well, and it's, like... It's spread across so many days. Obviously, it's a work Mm -hmm. week, not a work weekend. Right. For, you know, the traditional industries. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, where it gets difficult to find that balance is, oh my gosh, especially during the winter when it's like pitch black by five, you go to work and you're there all day and you get home and it feels like there's just not enough time to do everything and not everything can be put off until the weekend. So you really need to find something that works for you. Mm -hmm. Um... And I think, you know, it's important for your mental health. I mean... Oh, for sure. Think of all of, you know... Even in pop culture, there's so many references of people being, like, burnt out at work. And that's true in everyday life. And it's true across all industries. Yeah. So, um, something I was reading earlier about work-life balance um, says that chronic stress is one of the most common health issues in the workplace. And... (laughs) Maintaining a work-life balance helps reduce that stress and prevent burnout. And um, if you don't have a healthy work-life balance, you have way a way higher chance of getting um, physical health, like physical health consequences and mental health consequences, which is like depression, anxiety, yada yada yada. The physical is like hypertension, high blood pressure, like you know things that go with stress and. There's so much research showing that stress ages you dramatically. <laughs> Seriously. Have you seen those, like, pictures where it tells you a person's age and then what they look like and it doesn't seem to match? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of research in, like, looking at stress with money issues. So, like, looking through, like, socioeconomic classes and everyone in low, like, the low... Income. Income... Poverty, (laughs) low-income neighborhoods. Yeah. Yeah. They all age quicker and die younger than rich people. And I mean, obviously that's part of like healthcare and stuff, but it's also a lot to do with stress. Yeah. So. Stress is a sneaky one. Sure is. (laughs) Um, I think, I think mental health is like a big one just with how much it's kind of emerged. 
I mean, when our parents were kids, it wasn't really talked about. And I right. think that's huge. Like, it changes a lot of things. There's more research studies, um, like, solutions. Like, therapy is a lot more accepted now. Um, and I think, you know, this is this doesn't fall directly into, like, being a young professional necessarily. But transitioning from, like, being a student to a young professional, um, that, you know, my therapist would always talk about the quarter-life crisis and just how... Nobody really knows what they're supposed to be doing. Some people seem to have their whole life mapped out, and then people who don't don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. Um, I, think I would definitely agree with that. Well, and you were saying earlier, so we had kind of been talking about the four-day work week and how it's been mentioned a lot more recently, especially in Europe and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you actually made a great connection, like comparing it to the four-day weeks of being a college student. Yeah, and I mean, not everyone gets that, of course, but the only time I went to classes five days a week was my freshman year, first semester, and I had one class on Friday, and I went half of the time, probably. Like, (laughs) She means she had classes scheduled, literally, only four times a week the other years. She didn't just skip. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, no. I never had classes on, like, I never scheduled classes for Fridays for the next how long was that? Three years. Seven semesters. Oh, three yeah. and a half. Yeah, three and a half. But, like, that gave me the opportunity to use a Friday as a day to take care of whatever I needed to, whether it was go to work for a bit and make money or do all of my homework so that I had a weekend where I didn't have to stress and worry or a self-care day, a shopping day. Like, right. It was just, like, a day that I could, you know, use to my advantage yeah yeah I had the same I would do my best to not have any classes and then once I so I actually served in college as I know you did as well Mm -hmm. but then right after college I didn't have a job right away so I continued serving and I actually got super like down in the dumps because um I was it's just a weird transition between half of your friends are still on a college kid schedule, a server schedule, whatever, mm-hmm. and the other half of your friends have gotten those day jobs, those office jobs, whatever it may be. So trying to find time to do anything with the people that you used to spend a lot of time with, it's really hard. Um, and I got super sad about it. Like my boyfriend was on a different schedule than me. I felt like I never got to see him. I never got to see a good handful of my friends or my family for that matter. They all work days. Right. So. I think it's such a weird time, and it is. I just want to yell about it. And, like, how do you deal with it? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to, like, Yelling. break habits, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that statistic is, but it, like, takes so long to break a habit. Um, do you know Do you know it? It takes, like, just like, th- like a month to make a habit. I don't know how long it takes to break. It takes longer to break a I'm habit than it does up. to make, but... I mean, we, for 22 years, we were going to school during the day, and we would have the nights free, or we would be working, and we would see our friends all day, every day, if they were in our school, in our classes, you know, if we lived with them, and so that's a habit, whether you want to think of it as a habit or not, like, changing that as soon as you graduate, that's so hard, that's just so hard. Yeah. Like, I don't I have agree. friends here. Well, or, like, we're at a... Yeah. I, well, I agree I'm not your friend. Yeah. I hate you. Like no, I'm other. just kidding. 
<laughs> it says it also takes 21 days to dissolve an old mental image and a new one to gel. Oof. So I don't know if that's accurate or not, but... It perhaps is. I just thought that breaking a habit took longer, but I could just be wrong. Well, that makes sense. I mean, well, yeah. or maybe it's just that it's really hard to get the consecutive days. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's we're true. idiots. I if anyone's a habit expert, please email in. <laughs> um, Let us know. We'll correct it next <laughs> or time. Or simply if you know how to use Google better than us. <laughs> or if you just research things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I kind of wanted us to just, I don't know, talk about our own frustrations so would you like to go first or do you want me to I mean I'm just gonna read aloud from my diary just kidding just kidding um I don't know I think that one of my frustrations like you kind of mentioned is like getting dark at 5 p.m is just what do I do when I get home yeah do I go to sleep (laughs) turn a light on that's what I want to (laughs) do Yeah, well, I leave lights on all day for my cat, so when I come home, it seems like someone's there. (laughs) Would now be an appropriate time to educate you about a cat's eyes? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I um, know that, thank you, but I leave, it's like a, under the um, cupboards in the kitchen, it's just like a kitchen light under the cupboards. So it's not like a main light. Or I put on my, um, like, Christmas light. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> Cats are crepuscular. Maybe I don't know how to say that word. But it means they prefer to be awake at dawn and dusk. As such, they've evolved to prefer neither complete darkness or bright lights. They prefer a lower light than we do and are able to see better in darker environments. So okay. maybe just set up some mood lighting. Dude, that's exactly what it is. Did you just listen to anything I said? No, I was looking that up. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Um, it's an under-the-cupboard kitchen light, or I put on my Christmas lights. Okay, so you're actually thriving, and I apologize. Yeah, you should. Thank you. Your cat is living his best apology. life. He really is. He loves me. <laughs> but I think that yeah that's one of my like hardest things is like going home and just like continuing to have motivation after nine hours at work and an hour driving like yeah well and that's that's on a good day I mean if you had a stressful work day if you had something like we do a lot of uh, like different events for various different things for clients Mm -hmm. or ourselves if you had a, to work out. an event day, yeah, <laughs> Jesus, um, that's even longer. It's just like on a good day, it's difficult. So then when you add those other stress factors, it's yeah. just even worse. And for sure, I don't know. I think um, I think the hardest part for me as I've gone through it is a social life. Um, like I know we've talked about like you had a like a stovetop metaphor. Um, when we chatted about this previously and you you can't have every burner going and like right uh yeah so I think for me the hardest was like my social life burner so to speak um I think especially once you get you know kind of in your routine so I've been out of school for like two years yeah one and a half how do I do math Jesus when did you graduate? May of 2017. So it's been one and a half years. Two and a half. It's oh, it's 2020. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
time flies <laughs> when you're having a blast. Jeez. When you never... Good thing we're not in a math industry. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Is there such a thing as a math industry? You just hey, do math? Who cares? Yeah, it's... um Like a math teacher. Well, there's like a, an actuarial. They do like all oh, yeah. the statistics. My friend's an actual actuarial <laughs> science man. <laughs> I, yeah. Yes, those people are very smart. Yes, he spent lots of time testing and studying. Hmm. Yeah could not have done it so did we just a different material I spent a lot of time writing mm-hmm. I would have like five papers a week Ugh. yes I honestly loved writing papers yeah I was really good at them me too me too my favorite one was about um have I already told you about this Mm-mm. I it was the best grade I've ever received it was um one of those kind of like I don't know little set like a online like electoral or (laughs) (laughs) an electoral college (laughs) yes I I actually attended an electoral college (laughs) oh electives Jesus Um, (laughs) it's amazing that we graduated yeah I don't understand it so I had to write a paper about why um animals are superior to man and I had so much I am much not fun. surprised that that is your favorite one. Well, I <laughs> also I should, okay, like I said, it was the best grade I've ever received. Like it was over 100% or whatever. And I don't know how that happened because I think I blacked out when I wrote it because I was like on coffee. <laughs> on coffee? <laughs> well, I was a hit, drug, so. hitting the coffee beans hard that day. Yeah. And you know when you get like jittery and dehydrated if you only are drinking coffee? And then so, you just can't concentrate. I had been at Java House yeah. in Iowa City, best place ever, um, all day. I, like, my butt hurt. Like, I hadn't gotten up except for to get more coffee and I mm-hmm. think a salad at one point. Um, that's how cracked out I was. I ate a salad. <laughs> Willingly. <laughs> um, but, yes. Rabbit food, as my father would say. Yes. Yes. Great brands are built by great storytellers. Your customers want to know who you are, what your company stands for, and what problem you can solve for them. PodSwan is a full-service marketing and public relations firm. We work hard to help our clients tell their story. Work with us, and soon the whole world will know who you are. Visit www.podswan.com to learn more and reach out. Yeah, I was good at I like those things. But they did always stress me out. I think, so I like, have migraines. I have medicine for migraines. And one of the, there's like a few like factors that induce them. Is that how I would word that? Probably. <laughs> An induced migraine. Excuse me, Do people me, have ma'am. to, okay, never mind. I don't know what it's called, but that bring on a migraine. Um, and one of them is stress and. Provoke? Yeah. No, that's not quite it. I know what you're saying, whatever. Okay, thank Sorry. you. No, it's okay. Um, but one of them was stress, and at one point, I literally had to go to the doctor and get on different medicine because I would get a migraine every single day. It never went away. I had one for weeks, weeks on end, and it was the most miserable time of my life. <laughs> I would have to wear my glasses, which, as you know, I do not do. Yeah. And I, like... <laughs> Even if it wasn't sunny out, I would have my sunnies on, and I would just be like, I hate my life. But I I could not skip class. Like, I, that would just stress me out even more, and then I would just, like, 
it would it would spiral. I was in a world of a spiral. <laughs> spiral world. Spiral. Oof, that's... <laughs> gotta go. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I'm, tonight's finally going to be the night I dive off of the parking ramp after that. <laughs> Just kidding. Not a joking matter. Um, no, it is not. Not socially appropriate. Um, I know a woman who drove off a parking ramp with her grandson in the car, and they were completely fine. On purpose she did? No. Oh. I was going to say, I hope she never got to see him again. No. Dude, I was in California in October, <laughs> yeah, and I found out from my uncle that their worst, like, accident they had was these, like, ladies with all these foster kids took some sleeping medicine and, like, drove their car off of one of the bluffs into the ocean. And th- they all died? Yes. Hell no. What? Why would you take sleeping medicine? Did they want to die? Yes. Yes. It was, like, a oh murder-suicide situation. Yeah. But, like... Leave the kids on the bluff, like yeah, jeez, oof, yeah. Rough. I it was gross when he told me about it because we were like eating crab sandwiches and I didn't want to finish mine. I did though. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna waste it. Um, no, but back to the burner analogy. It's very. I'm just gonna explain it real quick since we did mention it. You, there's like you know a stove, a stove top. There's usually five or so burners, and each burner represents a different aspect of your life. So, like, health, family, social life. Work. Work. Um, I don't know. What would the other one be? Well, my stove has four burners. Okay. What kind of stove are you using? I have a five burner. Is it just in the middle, like a dice? No, nope. It's three in the back, two in the front. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, are they just little guys in the back? Yeah, they're for, like, the little pots. Oh, my little ones are in the front. Huh. My big ones are in the front. No, I hate this conversation. <laughs> Without context. That's rough. pretty gross, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so you can never have all the burners turned on. And I would say, like, the one that I have basically off is my health. I care about my sleep, obviously, and that's, like, an important part. But that's only because if I didn't get enough sleep, I would be... A raging, angry person. (laughs) Like, I don't even... I would just not be okay. But it's not, like... I try to eat healthy, but I... I, like... If I get too stressed, I skip meals. And then I barely eat. Like, I'm just never hungry when I'm stressed. And... I don't know. Then when I do eat, I don't eat healthy. Like, I'll eat a whole bag of pizza rolls. And... Right? Fair. Delicious. Yeah. And, I mean, I barely work out. We've started to. But, like... Oh, yeah? I definitely need to do that more, but that's just something that, like, I, ever since high school, I kind of stopped prioritizing because, like, eh. Well, and that's a whole other thing about the transition, too. Um, I have to make my own food now, which is something I severely <laughs> took for granted. Like, I did in college, too. Right. But, like, I don't know. I think maybe that was just a transition into college. But, like, even the first year of college, you have the dining hall or... Mm-hmm whatever most people go back and live at home this summer after freshman year yeah then but ever since sophomore year of college which was like 2014 for me 20 years ago uh, <laughs> <laughs> last decade <laughs> 20 years ago <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> I went into college as a five-year-old many of you don't know this about me <laughs> I was a, a child prodigy on our hands. <laughs> 
it has declined severely from there. <laughs> um, but, like, I've lived, out, like, out of, like, my parents' home ever since then. So I feel like one of the, the main things that, like, hits you is the cooking factor. Yeah. The literal stovetop. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people don't really know how to cook, which no, I, like, which I'm okay with it because I know how to cook. Yeah. But I, like, feel for that. Like, my best friend... She can, she's good at a few things, but, like, she's even said, like, I'm not great at it. I never really had to do it, but she's been learning, and, like, yeah, it's a process, but it's something you have to do. I'm always willing to, like, learn or try a new recipe, even if it's, like, really bad, Mm -hmm. but the problem is, is that people with really busy schedules, schedules, work, whatever, or who maybe put their social life ahead of, like, cooking for yourself, Mm -hmm. um, then that's when they start to rely on, like, the easy stuff that, that doesn't have a lot of nutritional value, and then yes. you're in a world of other issues. A world of weight. <laughs> weight for it. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. No. no, I feel that. I think another part of it is we're a lot more active when we're in high school or college, so then once we get out into the workforce, like, once you graduate, have a job, whatever, you know, a lot of us just sit there all day. Like, yeah, sit plenty in of desk. Yeah, plenty of people don't sit all day. I mean, there's plenty of industries that require you to move around, but our industry, you sit for the most part doing stuff like in your office. If you do, um, if you are on your feet, it's, you know, it's not every day and it's not constant for eight hours. So, right. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we're not walking to classes anymore. Also metabolism decreases. Right. Like naturally. Yeah. So you don't have that working for you either and which just creates a whole other stressor yeah because how are you gonna have time to go and take those necessary steps to fight against it exactly go to the gym workout class whatever yeah and that's assuming you can afford a gym membership or right. a workout pass I know and everyone's like well you have outside well in the winter I sure don't yeah I'll surely be fat. I will never do that <laughs> I will gladly be fat before I'm running around in the ice cold mm-hmm. no kidding um but yes so yeah it's hard to prioritize when you only have such a window for social like experiences like and I mean most of us have more than one friend I know Allie not to offend you (laughs) just kidding just kidding you gotta throw some hands (laughs) Allie has more friends than me it's fine um okay it's hard to prioritize are you gonna you know for me, is it Cody, like my boyfriend, and then we have a dog? Do I hang out with those guys? Do I go visit my family? Do I try to maintain, like, friendships that I have? Mm-hmm. Then you have your long-distance friendships, your long-distance family. If you're single, then you are also probably prowling around to find the next lucky one, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's at least on your radar, so it's something that's added to it. And it's just like there is not enough time in the day to fund my life. And also live it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's it's why hard. work-life balance is such a hot topic. I feel like everybody is just kind of like, right? What? Well, especially so. Um, something that like, so I found an article in Forbes, written by Alan Cole, and um, basically it kind of goes through like different how different generations look at work-life balance. And with millennials, we definitely are looking for something that complements our lifestyle. We want something that goes well 
with the life we want to live and the life we envision for ourselves because we do prioritize living. Like, yeah, we want to have those experiences. We want to, like, see those people and have time for ourselves and not, like, you know, we don't, we don't want to only work. Yeah, I feel like it's very much so on our minds, like, as a generation that, and obviously not everyone's the same, but as a generation, it's, like, you, you know, literally YOLO. Yeah. You only live once, and you have a limited time on this earth, and people want to see and experience as much as they can. Yeah. But a lot of that costs money. Right. So then... Well, and, I mean, if you only ever work on your deathbed, you're, you're going to regret everything that you said no to. But if you only, if you never work, you're not going to be able to do anything you want. To. <laughs> Might be on that deathbed real quick. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> but so something that was said in this was for millennials, like a work ethic is just part of life. Like people just like our generation just, you know, it's not like there's a good, there is good work ethic and bad work ethic, but like you're, you're born into it. Like, you're born and you're taught it and it just is what it is and that's how you're living your life, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, we have the harshest student loan debt in history and so, like, with a work ethic being part of life and then having to deal with the stressor of higher education and all of that debt, we are looking for stable environments where we can, I mean, make money, but we also have to find something that fits our lifestyle because then we won't be happy. Yeah, and I think, obviously, the work ethic part is a really good point, but I think there's, like, also the whole discussion right now, like, stop pushing college as hard as, or stop, or push trade schools as hard as you push college, which I saw. Um, The thing that really grinds my gears is when people, like, try to pit the two against each other, and that really makes me mad because we need people that go to college and get higher education to do jobs that require that. Mm-hmm. We also need people to do physical labor and jobs that require that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... And you can make just as good of money doing a trade. Right. And I, I think trades should be introduced, like, in high school and college. Well, like, um, community college stuff, obviously. Uh-huh. There's, like, those, and then there's trade schools, whatever. Yeah. I think those should be presented as like a good option not everybody can go to college because the right. the metaphor I was using is like if everybody goes to college and tries to become a doctor that's great but where are they going to work who's going to build the hospital right like you need to have both for the world to go around kind of well and that's I think there's like different kinds of work ethics like there's people sure. who can go work like labor all day long in all the elements that is not me not me not me at all <laughs> I would seriously not make it if I had to do a trade. But then there's people who would rather do that than have their nose in a book all day or write content all day or do any of that. Right. And that kind of goes, that starts in our early education. Like, kindergarten through um, high school should not be the same for everyone. It just shouldn't. You shouldn't have the same curriculum. People should be able to choose what courses they're interested in so that you're learning at a young age. Yeah. As PR people, what are math and science doing for us? Like, yeah. of course, I need to know basic math, basic science. I need to understand it. But, like, mm-hmm. calculus, I took that. I understand it, but, like, I don't need it. I'm never going to use it. Right. Like, I feel the same way. It's 
people take different paths and you can't just start everyone off for 18 years of their life on the same path and expect a good outcome. Yeah. You know? Yes. People are different and they shouldn't be graded for the same things. Right. To an extent. I mean, obviously we should all be able to identify the colors of the rainbow and spell our names, but (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) I actually uh, see more than the color of the rainbow, so... Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding, but that would be pretty dope. Um, but, yeah. So, sorry, we just went on a real rant. Yeah. What were we even talking um, about? So, something that... I've kind of, like, said that work-life balance is ever-changing, and a lot of stereotypes come down on millennials saying that we're lazy and et cetera, et cetera. We're ruining this world, did you guys know? um but that is kind of like it relates to back back to what I said it's because we are finally looking for a job that supports our lifestyle instead of trying to live surrounding our job and that's not something that the baby boomers or the gen x have ever done the baby boomers growing up during world war ii they I mean they were shown such like such a harsh living and a harsh world at such a young age that they started prioritizing and craving stability in the workforce. And if you look at statistics, they are the generation that stays in a workplace the longest, no matter what. They will always prioritize work. They barely, they don't use a lot of their PTO days. They don't use a lot of vacation. They are the ones who are execs now. And like, you can see that, like they've been there for 40 years. I don't know how old they are. I don't actually know. I don't know, the time limit, but... Clearly, we're not great with numbers. <laughs> um, but then, Gen Xers, who are the baby boomers' parents... Kids is what I meant. Oof. Jeez. We need to fact check this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, you don't have to come looking for facts. Just a little fun conversation. <laughs> um, but the Gen... Like, people who are in Gen X... Um, they like witnessed those long work hours and poor family relationships and all of that. And so something that they've always prioritized when looking for jobs is like the perks that come with it. So maternity and paternity leave, PTO time, vacation time. Benefits. Benefits, yeah. Like being able to telecommute. And they really put a lot more emphasis on creating a healthy work-life balance than their parents. And then it goes to us who are the Gen X children Mm -hmm. and we just we want the healthy work-life balance but we don't want to have to sacrifice what we want out of life yeah quality of life yeah because it's different for everyone it is advertising is a large portion of your annual budget and must work for your business to succeed from budgeting planning placement measurement and reporting the media team at plaid swan does it all With intense organization and nationwide media connections, our team can make sure you get the most out of your advertising. Learn more or reach out at www.pladswan.com. The F word gets thrown around a lot, too. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Flexibility. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you have such a guilty facial experience? I thought you're like the F word. I've never used that. (laughs) Never. (laughs) What is? How does it even sound? (laughs) Flex, flexibility. (laughs) Okay. Um, 
I feel like flexibility is okay. And if you've ever like on your job search or whatever, have you ever seen any position description ever? Flexible hours, flexible this, flexible that. People throw it around. Yeah, they're just throwing the F word all around, okay? <laughs> Especially when they don't even mean it. <laughs> um, I think the thing about flexibility is there's so many different kinds, and it's never really clarified in any description or whatever. So, okay, what, is, what does flexibility mean to you? If I say there's flexible hours, what does that mean? Um... As long as I work 40 hours in a work week. You can make your own hours. I can make my own hours. Okay. So, like, you know. Yep. Okay. So, I agree. That's how I take it. Um, I think, so we have flexibility at Plaid Swan. Um, and it's, that doesn't mean, like, we couldn't just blow off a work day and start working at 5 p.m. and work till 1 a.m. or something. Um, for the most part, it's like, as long as you work your 40 hours, if you have to go to a dentist appointment or Mm -hmm. an oil change or take your dog somewhere or whatever, you can do that. And it's no problem. As long as, you know, you might have to skip two, like skip lunch for two days or something. Right. You just have to make up the hours. Yeah. Um, I think flexibility can also be like where you're working. So we can go like work at coffee shops or work from home, you know, whatever. For example, like during the winter months, we're allowed to work at home on Fridays, as long as there's obviously nothing going on. So that's, like, another form of flexibility. But then in a lot of other industries, not so much ours, but there's, like, crazy flexibility. So, like, right. and it's not it's not necessarily at the discretion of the employee. Like, it's probably already scheduled. But um, the reason I am considering it flexibility, I'll get to that. Sorry, I'm rambling. But so if you are like a nurse or in some like an industrial or any other industry where they might allow you to work like uh, four days on, three days off, or you work a week, have a week off, work a week, have a week off, but maybe your hours within your work week suck. So maybe you have to work nights or maybe you have to work really long days, whatever. Mm -hmm. But then the flexibility aspect of it is then you have a whole week off. So guess what? If you want to take a trip or a vacation or you're sick, you You don't have to plan it. Yeah, you just have that time off. And Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty valuable if you are okay with, you know, maybe the sporadic hours before that. Um, Because, like, think about it. We, the rest of us, will work Monday through Friday, and then we have two days. Like, if we want to go on a vacation, we have two days, Mm -hmm. or we have to use PTO. Like, our our work isn't flexible enough that we could work 80 hours this week and have next week off or anything. Right. Well, and another part of flexibility is four-day work weeks like there's yeah um kind of to relate it to plaid swan there's marketing agencies in des moines who you work four days you come in on friday morning and you work till noon and finish up the week you do things that you couldn't get to at the other four days of the week and then you have two and a half days it's not a full three days but you have an entire half day on friday to get things ready do whatever you need to do it's still during the day, so if you have doctor's appointments, you can schedule it then, like, instead yeah. of having to take off work throughout the week. Yeah. I know, I mean, I'm sure people have different opinions of it or different preferences, but I personally mm-hmm. like having that flexibility. So, like, if, um, so, I like I mentioned, me and my boyfriend have a dog, and we all live together in a house. The dog contributes nothing. is a freeloading piece of crap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
but if he needs to go somewhere to the vet for an appointment or whatever, we all know it's such a pain to schedule any type of appointment Yeah. outside of the workday. Who has time? Like, there's not always time on your lunch hour or whatever. So my... Well, and a lot of places close at 5. Right, and exactly. And open at 8. So that's hard. <laughs> yes. That's like... Like, for me, it's so much, like, it's worth it to have that flexibility, but then also have to maybe work events in the evenings once in a while. Um, I don't know. And then, you know, you could, by default, get a half day because you would exceed your hours, blah, 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 whatever. I'm getting into the technicalities too much. But Cody's job isn't super flexible. Like, he can't just let his boss know, like, hey, I'm going to leave for a couple hours and go do this. I'll be back. Yeah. Like, that's not how that works. He would have to do PTO or do it on his lunch break. Mm-hmm. But... So if something urgent comes up, guess what? I can go do it. And that's super helpful for, like, our household. Yeah. I always think about, like, households that have two jobs that aren't flexible. That would all. be hard. Like, what do they do? Or, like, if you have kids, what happens? Mm-hmm. Do the kids just perish? Like, <laughs> like, oh, you're sick at school? Too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think that my dad has probably more flexible hours just because he um, – He's, like, higher up in the company that he works for than my mom is, so he can Boss kind man. of... Yeah, he... King. Yeah. King Darren. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I don't know. Like, my mom works for the school, so she kind of does, but she has to take... She can't just, like, leave and come back. She she would have to take PTO, but you can yeah. do it in short notice. Okay, yeah. Like, she could do it that day, That's a good point. Nice. A lot of companies yeah. have, like, restrictions. Like, you have mm-hmm. to notify them within X amount of time. Right. Um, I think, I don't know, the F word is a weird thing. Yeah. I mean, it's different for everyone, and every company talks about it differently. So, I right. mean, coming into a workforce, I would recommend asking what they mean by flexible hours because I think it's in literally every single description that I've ever looked at a job posting for. Yeah. Make sure you're on the same page. Yes. So that you aren't disappointed and you kind of know what to expect just because if it says flexible and you're expecting to be able to work from home three out of the five days. Yeah. My guess is there's probably limitations to (laughs) flexibility. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I personally feel like like here at Plaza I got pretty lucky with it. I mean, it's it's flexible enough that I can make those things work, but mm-hmm. it's also reasonable. Like you can't just not work. Right. Um, I agree. But and some like, places might be really strict. Yeah, and at Plaza like we are able to like leave during the day as long as we let people know and like yeah. make it up after work. Like, we'll just stay longer at work, or we can do make it up on a Saturday. Yeah. You know, like... Come in early if you're ambitious. Yeah, I do that. I much prefer to do that than stay late. Um, yeah, I think... But, yeah, I think... Just communicate. Communication is key, as with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, I do think a crazy concept to me is how some of the, like, four-day work week people um, in, like, Europe and stuff, mm-hmm. they're, it's like you work four days a week but get paid for five, and it's supposed to motivate productivity. Yeah. That is crazy to me. I would like to see that business model, I guess. Like, how do you, I don't know. There's so many, oftentimes, companies and corporations have so many employees. How do you monitor each one, I guess? Like, that'd be hard to yeah. be able to confidently say, like, oh, 
Bob was super productive his four weeks, you know, like that'd be hard to, to do that to every single person. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I'm sure it's not productive for everyone, but it's motivating. Definitely. Yeah. Like I would definitely work like, not that I don't work hard, not that I don't do my job, but like I, (laughs) (laughs) just kidding. I think that I would just have more motivation to do like to knock everything out. At the beginning of the week, you know? You sit on social media all day. Okay. I don't want to hear that. (laughs) For those of you that don't know, a lot of her job takes place there. Sorry. (laughs) She's like, gonna murder me. If no one hears from me, please come looking. Daggers in my eyes. I can feel them. (laughs) Sorry, I definitely interrupted you to be annoying. No, it's okay. I I was just saying that, like, yeah, if I had a four-day work week but still got paid for five, I would definitely be motivated to be more productive. Go above and beyond probably too. Exactly, because we only have four days, you know? Right, yeah. I think in our industry, it stresses me out to think about only having four days. Oh, for sure. Because, like, you get those days where all of a sudden you have, like, ten people needing different things. Yeah. And you're just like, why are you talking to me Or you have ten different writing tasks that are all due the next day, and you're like, (laughs) It's hard to... Fabulous. Like, I love writing and I love creativity that goes with it and everything, but sometimes it's really hard to force it, especially if you're burnt out for, like, a day or two, you know? I for sure agree. (laughs) Which is nice. It's, that's why being able to go to a coffee shop is nice. Mm -hmm. You know? like Get out of the environment. Yeah. Sometimes just, like, a fresh place really just... Yeah, I agree. I'm a big fan of coffee shops. Like, work, obviously coffee, but working there. Big fan. Super huge advocate. Definitely. Just work at a coffee shop. Go do to a different coffee job. shops. Do a different job and work at a coffee shop. Maybe the coffee shop will pay you. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I have joked that about being like a, um, like an ambassador for Dunkin'. I think that that is your calling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That orange and pink would look great on you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. As a child, my room colors were bright pink and orange. I can't believe my mom allowed it. Oh, that is disgusting. She, like, made me curtains. I loved it. I My bedding was, like, citrusy and flowery. Or not citrusy, um, flowery. Just flowery. <laughs> it wasn't like I had a tangerine on my bedspread. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways, <laughs> stop thinking about my childhood room. You're judging me. My my child childhood room was lime green with flowers on the walls, so kind of similar. Okay, yeah. Lime green is ugh. Well, so. it got worse after oh, that. No. I had, like, the whole basement to myself, and there was a brick wall oh, behind, nice. like, a bar. Like, the house had a bar in it, obviously. My mom's responsible. A so barn? It, a bar. <laughs> yes. I slept in the barn. <laughs> um makes sense my mom let me i went through my like little like skater phase dude emo (laughs) ew yes um and she let me paint the brick wall like checkered with like instead of white it was different various like bright colors oh no so it was like checkered black but then it'd be like fuchsia orange lime green blue blue purple jeez it wasn't like warm variations of the colors it was like fluorescent yeah that was when she when we moved painting over that was a joy yeah i bet she's poor woman oh my gosh i can't believe (laughs) she let me do that but 
I feel bad for my parents. They definitely had a handful. Same. But. I I meant I also feel bad for your parents. Yeah. One time I (laughs) ripped off the wallpaper in my basement. Just for fun? Well, I was a little upset. The school life balance wasn't treating you well? (laughs) It was not treating me well. (laughs) Yeah. That was dramatic. If it was ugly, maybe it needed to be done. It it was, and it did. And they painted after that, and now it looks great. Yeah. So you really did them a favor. I really did, and they should th- be thanking Wise me. beyond your years. You should have been an interior designer. Aggressively. <laughs> Just get mad no. and go interior design. <laughs> Just aggressively tell people they need to get rid of something or redo something. No, this is ugly. <laughs> Sorry. Throws it out the window. <laughs> oh, gosh. What else could we touch on for work-life balance? I think that that's about it. I think it's important to remember... Everybody's work-life balance is not the same. Yeah. You know, we each have our own. Learn your boundaries. I think that's the most important. Oh, for sure. Be able to say no. Yes. Always say no. Have boundaries. But, yeah. So, also... Um, quickly. Ugh, what? What? Were you going to say something about work-life balance? I was going to wrap it up. Are you going to wrap it up? You go first. Okay. You guys can tell us who wrapped it up better. Oh, my God. No, I was just going to ask you a question. So if yours, like, actually wraps up the whole conversation, do it first. Wait, are you asking me a question? Shouldn't you ask the question before I wrap it up? I was going to ask you what's one goal that you're going to work on for the next podcast. Oh, okay. Um, probably physical activity. I want to work out or do a workout class, whatever. Either go to the gym or go to a workout class. At least four times a week. Wow. <laughs> a year. <laughs> <laughs> a month. No, I'm just kidding. No. But I I guess, okay, so today, there'll be two weeks before the next podcast comes out. Mm-hmm. So I would like to have gone to the gym or worked out eight times before then. Okay. And you, Allie? I would like to meditate every day at some point. <laughs> <laughs> So, 14 times. 14 times. Wow. Big goals. The reason we're doing that is because we read an article that one of the best ways to maintain, like, yourself and not to compromise yourself when you're a working professional or anybody is to set and work towards goals. So, like, personal goals. Yeah, and small goals to start, probably. I wouldn't go for, like... Don't ruin it for yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, don't I'm actually doing a marathon yourself. next weekend. So, <laughs> but it's important to. I mean, most of us have so many goals within our workday. It's it's important to allow yourself some time to work towards a goal that's just for you. Yeah, for sure. So, I will now be wrapping it up. Oh my god, <laughs> you have so much sass. Um, we would like to invite you guys. If you have any awesome stories about work life balance or contributions or topic ideas or just you want us to talk to us i don't know why you would but um <laughs> just kidding um feel free to email at either cassie at padswan.com with or, a k yes and an ie k-a-s-s-i-e um or allison with an a-l-i-s-o-n <laughs> at padswan.com you can email us or whatever if you want to um we also have a snapchat account which is an acronym for the title of this podcast. So it's I-H-T-P-F-Y-W. 
I hope this podcast finds you well. Write it out if you need to. It's cool. I need to write it out every time, so. Um, we wanted to do that because I think having, like, a Snapchat account is kind of different from what a lot of people do, and it gives some, like, real-time, like, look into who we are. And Yeah. I mean, we post stories about um, kind of our work days, and so you'll see us being cute little young professionals. <laughs> <laughs> most of the time. Cute. Yeah, most of the time. Usually. So. Um, but yeah, you can message us on there or email us. At us, yeah. Um, we're going to be having a Facebook group soon. Uh, we don't have We'll it announce it on our yeah. Snapchat. Um, it'll be launching on January 7th, so the day after these releases. Okay, perf. Um, and yes, always feel free to contribute whatever you might need to do. Unless it's weird, creepy, or rude. If you have any corrections, perhaps about the habits. <laughs> um, Fact check us all day. We love all it. All day. We will announce it. We will say who it's from. Maybe. <laughs> if we remember who you are. Tell us we are wrong. Um, <laughs> we love it. Anyways, yes. Thanks for listening, guys. And go out there and get that work life bounce. Yeah. Okay. We hope this podcast found you well, guys. Ooh. Yee.